To the conspiracy curious, the highly skeptical, the generally bewildered and other refugees from the post-truth era, welcome to episode one of the Informed Paranoia podcast. Offering thoroughly examined conspiracy content free of hatred, ridicule or blind faith. For anyone who's ever wanted to know what's down there, we brave the rabbit hole so you don't have to. I'm Matt, and I think Eleanor Roosevelt should be considered a gay icon. I'm Locke, a highly sceptical psychological scientist, and I would not be surprised if aliens were real. Today will be episode one of our deep dive into the gooey but disgusting centre of Pizzagate. Okay, for those who don't know what Pizzagate is... Strap in, you're about to find out. I don't really know other Mm. than what was on news coverage... A few years ago, I have just vague recollections of an event. Didn't know about it before the event, haven't thought about it really since until, <laughs> Matt, you brought it up as the topic of our first one, maybe two, maybe three episodes. We'll see how this goes. Today's episode consists of three segments. First, we're going to talk about the background, the context mm-hmm. surrounding Pizzagate. Next, we're going to go into the theory and including your efforts at debunking that theory. And thirdly, the origins and signal boosting that brought Pizzagate to the fore. Bingo. The floor is yours, Matthew. Opportunity knocks. You have done all the research. <laughs> I am merely the uninformed uh, raconteur, or not even the raconteur. You're the raconteur. I'm the, am I the rapporteur? Like I don't know. <laughs> so you're, you've done the research. You've got the wad of notes there in front of you. Take it away. Um, yeah, I guess um, a good place to start is um, why I chose to begin with the Pizzagate phenomenon. Um, and it's because uh, every element that would later become QAnon is present in Pizzagate itself. Yeah. Right. Um, some of it was also around before. Mm-hmm. Um, and the elements I'm speaking about are supposed revelations from a government insider, uh, working with others online to decipher a code. Uh, allegations of child abuse against political enemies and the hope that this will result in violent, violent extrajudicial punishment. Okay. Um, there's cheery. also cheer. It's Very nice. Cheery. Yeah. It's a good light topic to start with. Mm. Um, there's also Satanism to mm-hmm. look forward to. That's, that's the light comic relief, that, isn't it? That's the light comic relief, but we'll have to do that in a separate episode. Okay. You have to finish your fake pedophilia before you get your Satanism. Stay tuned. Your fake Satanism. Yeah. Um, also, um, similar to uh, QAnon and other cons- modern conspiracy theories, um, is the way it was spread. Okay. So starting on 4chan, which we'll look at a lot later in detail, and spreading to far right, then to mainstream media. For those who don't know, 4chan is a discussion forum. We'll find out all about okay. it. Okay. It's going to be a juicy little chan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Wow. All four of them. Um, also, um, I think it's important to note that um, at the time, and even I would say to now, um, it's a widely believed conspiracy theory. Widely believed still. Well, I see it a lot, but then I've been looking at it all week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look watch weird documentaries on YouTube. Um, but in 2016, it was very widely believed. Yeah. So um, The Economist did a poll. Mm. And I know you don't know much about it yet, mm-hmm. 
But what percentage of Trump voters do you think believed the theory? Do they define belief? Is that like I'm convinced or the, the I believe that it's plausible? Leaked emails from the Clinton campaign talked about pedophilia and human trafficking, hyphen, Pizzagate. And you could say 15%. True or false. 46% wow. of Trump voters said yes, that's true. Wow. What percentage of people who had voted Clinton, I think this was conducted after the election, believed it? People who voted Clinton anyway, despite <laughs> believing this. Well, you got to That's a side. pretty low bar. Yeah. Okay, so 15% again. 17%. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. That's Thinking a lot. My chosen political candidate yep. um, was mentioned. It doesn't, the question didn't say implicated or involved. Right. But was mentioned in discussion of pedophilia and human trafficking. So, okay. yeah, this was, this was big. So is that because there were different levels, layers, degrees or sort of varieties of belief that you could believe some facts about it that, okay, the, the Clintons were not implicated but they were involved somehow yeah. or they were, on the, they were on the periphery? Is that what because it's so, there's no dogma, there's just, oh, absolutely. it's a theme of belief. Absolutely, yeah. But I think um, the surprising thing for me is having looked at the quote-unquote evidence all week is how many people, especially if they support Clinton, mm. would credit it at all. Yeah. I think that's, that's really surprising. But absolutely, there are um, gradients of belief. Um, and we'll get to those. They're shocking numbers. They're bizarre numbers. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so I want to start um, saying you dimly remember it being covered in the media. So when you hear Pizzagate, what springs to mind? I see flashing lights, a CNN banner, and someone having stormed a pizza restaurant and either killed someone or drawn a gun or shots fired in an attempt to rescue children who are apparently held captive underneath the pizza restaurant. Yep. Good. There's more. Please tell me there's more. Um, yeah, so you're, you're referring to the, the shooting, which will... Probably how we culminate okay. today. Yeah. Um, no one was killed okay. in the shooting, luckily, because yeah. it was a full restaurant and he did discharge a weapon. Yeah. Um, and as to the substantive reason why he was there, yeah, that's pretty That's pretty good, Mark. So and we know what's happened to him since. He's in jail. He's in jail. I have a, I have a relatively recent interview. And mm. the question for the... I suppose it's the theme of I'm a you know a psychological scientist. I have a I know we're perhaps jumping the gun. Mm. Was he mentally ill? Are we talking about mental illness here, or are we That's talking about something else? I I couldn't say for sure, but mm. in the in the articles I read about it, that did not come up. Okay. I read an article about his sentencing, that didn't come up. There was nothing there. There you um, go. So that, 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 that accords with my that accords with my assumption that a conspiracy theory is not an individual mental illness, it's uh, something else that's driving behaviour. We'll, we'll get to Mr. Welch yep. later. He recorded video prior and he's extremely lucid, if, yep. you know, from an armchair amateur point yep. of view, if that's anything to go by. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, um, so I want to look at uh, some of the wider context mm. behind the conspiracy theory because it's grounded in a lot of 
real current affairs mm. and polit- political events. Um, so go back to 2016. It's the lead up to the US elections, mm. Trump v. Clinton. Yep. Um, and it's just about time for an October surprise, which is a concept you'll be familiar with. Yeah, very the familiar studious with. viewership of Planet America. Yeah. Um, I think it's also important um, not to underrate how divisive a figure Hillary Clinton is yeah. at this point and to this day. Um, well, I'm ambivalent about it. I'm not, I'm so oh. not surprised that that's not a macro <laughs> not, phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's genuine reasons to not like or disagree with her yeah. or, to, or to find her an unpalatable political candidate. Yeah, so um, I was overseas when Clinton was being discussed as a potential candidate, mm-hmm. presidential candidate, yeah. and I distinctly remember an American who I think was fairly left-wing, but not that we talked about it, but had a left-wingish vibe, mm-hmm. um, saying, Matt, you don't understand how hated she is. Right, by elements, by certain elements. They made it sound like it was the average American couldn't stand it. Really? Okay. Um, and I, I think that's not, not difficult to believe Yeah. for me. Um, I mean, she's a woman in politics, mm. so that's already it's a tough draw. Yeah. Um, and she was a political figure for a long time. Mm. She was a member of the Bill Clinton administration. Mm. Um, a lot of conservatives and old-fashioned people already didn't like her because she, she was the first first lady who had a job Things yeah. like that. Um, and she was on health care, wasn't she? She was she on a was, very divisive yeah, issue. Yeah, so she was given health care yeah. by her husband. Yeah, okay. So, you know, if you were ever annoyed that Ivanka Trump was going to the UN, yeah. imagine how you'd feel if yeah. she had an extremely important policy, set of policies to make. Now, obviously, Hillary Clinton is far more qualified and suitable for mm. policy making than yeah. Ivanka Trump, but... Still, they're still a family. They're still a family member. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was also a lot of scrutiny in late 2016 of her emails. Yes. And security. Yeah. Regarding her emails, and one of the things that I didn't know at the time was her connection to Anthony Weiner. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you remember, you know about Anthony Weiner. Weiner by name. Tell Weiner us, by reputation. Do you yeah. know his? Pseudonym when he's on the... I, I, never mind. <laughs> you can't work out of yeah, that. Right. you got to go for I'm it. in now. When he was courting his um, partners for infidelity, one of whom was 15. So right. I, I feel bad for laughing about it now. But his pseudonym, his nom de plume was Carlos Danger. Oh, dear. Yeah. Poor well, Carlos. He ran the risk. Yeah. And he found out. Yeah. Um, anyway. Mr. Weiner, Mr. Danger. What yep. do you know? What do I know about him? I know that he maybe sexted some pics or something mm-hmm. and they were leaked. Yeah. But they leaked as part of the DNC hacking, the the hacked emails. Was that part of that? that? I don't know. I mean, he had a number of affairs. So yeah. any one of those individuals could have leaked the images. And was he like uh, the current mayor of New York? Did he have sort of a bad reputation as a womaniser oh, anyway? No? Okay. Um, but or it was, was a bit like, of a bully or there was some question mark over his well, character anyway. He's obviously not someone I would have to dinner yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, and one of these partners was a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. So, so Mr. Wynn is in some trouble. 
Mm. And that's why his laptop was taken by the FBI. That's right. Emails from Clinton's private server were found on it. Mm. And then Comey decided to notoriously or famously reopen the investigation right before the election, which some um, pundits pose significantly. Tip the election. Yeah, Yeah. tip the election. Um, So there's a lot happening. Um, he's also engaged to Huma Aberdeen, which we may talk about later, mm-hmm. but she's um, one of Hillary Clinton's most trusted aides. Okay. <clears throat> so it's a high tensile climate. It is a febrile atmosphere, yep. Lachlan. Yeah. Um, and people are absolutely ravenous for a scandal. Okay. Ripe. Ripe for a scandal. Um, so um, at this point... Um, John Podesta has his personal Gmail account hacked mm. um, because he clicked on a link in an email right. warning that his computer was at risk of a cyber attack. <laughs> right. <laughs> well done. Yeah, I feel so young yeah. when I read that. <laughs> um, the hacking was linked later to the Russian affiliated group Fancy Bear. Okay, I heard the name. Yeah. Um, and made public by WikiLeaks in batches during October and November of 2016. Okay. Uh, so I spent a lot of time on WikiLeaks this week, mm. um, which was, you know, nice to be a part nice to, of ancient nice, history. <laughs> <laughs> nice to not be on 4chan. <laughs> yeah, I, see. I liked WikiLeaks a lot more than 4chan. Mm. Um, so looking at the emails, um, I think there's a few key things to keep in mind about them. Yeah. So, first of all, it's a massive leak, 40,000 emails. Um, secondly, it covers a long period. The emails go from 2007 to 2016. Mm. Um, the emails are largely, the leak is largely thought to be genuine. Yes. So, apparently, um, PolitiFact um, can verify most but not all of them. There's been suggestions that some of the wording may have been faked or some of the right. folder names have changed to make it look worse. Mm. Um, but interestingly, the Clinton campaign never came out and it said it. anything in yeah. it is untrue. Um, is this where they found out that the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, Convention Committee, were... Not feeling the burn? <laughs> not fear. Yeah, they were, they were essentially <laughs> conspiring against... I don't, uh, Bernie? I don't think so. That was an earlier, later, or different leak okay. of the Democratic National Convention. Yep. Um, these are John Pervis's pr- uh, private emails. Okay. Um, also, they're, they're obviously internal. So don't, mm. you know, don't get the idea that we're looking at, like, top secret documents okay. with a paperclip yep. here. Um, they're, I've said, catty, catty, chatty and personal. Yep. Um, also... Um, for anyone who hasn't <laughs> been on WikiLeaks invading John Podesta's privacy. So you've read the emails? Yeah. yeah. Well, not all of them. There's 40,000. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was... You I went, was you've gone to the primary source. Oh, you've got to documents. go to the source. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And as someone who's drunk at the source, yep. it is an intoxicating brew. <laughs> to the catty chatty. It's just... If it was an ordinary person, I think I would have felt distinctly unnerved yeah. or, or wrong yep. looking at their private emails. But... I it's a public figure on the clock. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a level of. He's not your representative, by the way, but he is a, a public representative. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> dehumanize the elites so early in the episode. <laughs> I feel there's a, a level of status and power yeah. where the shame of invading your privacy yeah. gets taken over yeah. by the thrill. Yeah. And the thrill of looking at Hillary Clinton's, because mm. she's in there, mm. some of her personal emails. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I, I recommend it. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't last forever, yeah. as we'll see. So it gets pretty mundane okay. pretty quickly. Yeah, sure. Um, obviously, in a text, um, that being the emails, mm. this large, extensive, chaotic, um, what you find in there or what you find significant is going to say a lot about you. Mm. Yeah. Um, for example, a Vox article published um, soon after the leak said, many of the e emails show real determined efforts to find the right to solution to some public policy crisis. Okay. In general, you come away from the Podesta emails thinking Clinton has assembled an admiringly loyal group of aides that believes in the candidate and the mission of the campaign. Oh, they're taking care of business. Stronger together. Look. Yeah, they've got Stronger a conscience. Together. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Hear the Fleetwood Mac play. <laughs> I can see the pantsuit. Yeah, yeah, you can see the pantsuit. Um, for me, uh, I didn't find any emails that gave me that feeling, but I think mm. they read more of them mm. than I did. Um, for me, what stuck out was um, one email in particular, which is not one of hers, but from the campaign about what they call red flags mm. from her private dinners, thousands of dollars ahead to Wall Street. Yes. And quotes that in their own words show she's capitalised out of touch. Yep. For example, um, she's, Clinton says, I'm kind of far removed from middle class struggles due to the economic, you know, fortunes that my husband and I enjoy. Yeah. It's not like town hall, <laughs> <laughs> like rousing yeah. speech. Yeah. Um, she also said um, in a similar speech that one can have a pu public and private position on policy. <sighs> okay. That's not, that's not great. That's not great, but it, it's understandable. Well, they, we know they do it, but for her to say it... Yeah. yeah. You could see why they'd be unsettled. It, is it in context of, I'm representing people, I might have a personal view, but I have to put that aside because I'm representing uh, an electorate? No, I think it was more about um, real politic interests oh, okay. versus what yep. you can discuss with the electorate. Yep. It's, yep. it's a little, little cynical. Realistic, but you know, no one, no one wants it out there. No. Um, for me, another um, real cringe moment was a lot of the cynical talk about manipulating minority votes. Mm. Um, for example, this was from Mike Froman. Hello, if you're listening, Mike. Um, can you call Larry and see what minorities he would put in top tier? Could be an Asian. I know this isn't Larry's Larry's taste. But better if a woman. Oh, it's so raw. It's, it's, it's yeah. so raw. I mean, even even to your friends at work. Yeah. Um, with no one list, I wouldn't talk like that. It's like watching brain surgery. It's like they're in there and they're doing some really gruesome stuff, and you think, oh, in the end, is the patient going to wake up though, or yeah. are they just doing this? Because that's again, right. that's a morbid yeah. fascination. Do they have the like, radio on? We have the power. Right yeah. Especially because I think. Um, the Democratic Party has shown that they take minority voters for granted. Yeah. Maybe in this election this is a little hubris. Yeah. That would come home to roost. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I'm not feeling it. Okay. Um, another one, this was actually from Clinton to Podesta um, about being asked about a possible Latino vice presidential candidate, a running mate. Yeah. Um, and she was saying I get asked about a lot and the email was entitled Needy Latinos. Oh, dear. <laughs> It's not, it's not excellent, oh, Hillary. Dear. It's not excellent. Yeah. Okay. Um, probably the biggest one for me, um, she later denied it, then appeared to, once the furore had died down, accept that it had happened. But Donna Brazil, who I would love to show you a picture of, but I can't. Mm. You'd know her if you saw her. Okay. She's a CNN contributor. And she appeared to warn the Clinton campaign about a potentially difficult debate question, not ahead of an official presidential debate, but ahead of a town hall yeah, okay. meeting. And, and she was the moderator. She said I something like, oh, I occasionally get access to the questions. Okay, yep. Heads up about this one. I think it was about the death penalty. Okay. But that's, I think that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, um, if the journalist is supposed to be... At arm's length. Yeah. That's not arm's length. That's not arm's length. You're basically on the team there. Yeah. And yeah. I would say, you know, it's um, they're not officially, but through the weight of them, the gravitas and, and our expectations, those debates are part of the political, the voting, almost part of the voting process, the electoral yeah. process. Yeah. And this is corrupt. So um, what, what we're doing is we're demonstrating at this point that... Hillary was hated. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I got distracted. And possibly for some good reasons behind the scenes, or it was exposed that those good reasons, people would have felt vindicated in yeah, their hatred. Well, actually, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't understand why the story doesn't stop here. Right. Why is there Pizzagate? Why, why is there when, need for more outrage? Why is there not Brazilgate? Yes. Or, or Needygate? Yeah. Because I feel... This is enough data. We yeah. Can, we can just draw there's, a line. There's no bombshells here, yeah. but the real information from the genuine emails, it should be good enough mm. for fiery but still sensical political debate. Or was this so inflammatory, this uh, revelation, that it catapulted other beliefs? Was I that the issue? I don't think so. Right. I, th I think the opposite that for the hate and the expectation of scandal, mm. this didn't satisfy. Oh, this just wet the appetite. It just wet the appetite. Yes. So something more had to come. Okay. Something had to fill the void. Something had to fill the void. What was it? Um, so this is where things get weird mm -hmm. and we start talking about Pizzagate. Um, as I've said, Pizzagate, I think, encapsulates not just everything that would come later with QAnon, mm. but it also encapsulates many of the features of conspiracy-minded thinking in general. Mm. Um, and I found a great academic article about this this week after being on 4chan, <laughs> reading a lot of um, conspiracy websites and their claims yeah. and support. Yeah. It was really nice to go back to uni for a bit <laughs> and read an academic article. Yeah. This one, um, 1964, yeah. American historian Richard J. Hofstetter and his apparently seminal work, mm. The Paranoid Style in American Politics. Wow. It's a good one. So when he says The Paranoid Style, um, that's what we would call conspiracy theories now. Yes. Um, he was talking about trying to explain McCarthyism. Mm. Um, and went back to look at historical precedents, conspiracy theories against Catholics, Freemasons, yeah. 
Um, Should we distinguish between paranoia and cynicism? So cynicism is the belief that people are motivated by, uh, you know, bad intentions. Mm -hmm. They're badly motivated. People are bad. Yeah. What's paranoia then in that case? Paranoia is the belief that there's more to that behaviour than meets the eye? Or I think, yeah. There's in, something going on behind the scenes. It's always something un, unseen. In Hofstadter's view, I think paranoia is an irrational fear of an outside group. Mm. Um, giving that group abundant, overly abundant power and yes. sophistication. Yep, yep. So they're not um, just bad, they're powerful and bad. And they yeah. They use that power Powerful, for bad. beyond measure. Yep. In con- their compl- control is complete. Their evil is total. Satanic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't. Not jumping the gun. To, just planting the seed. For the planting the seed. seed. That's a reward <laughs> for getting through the, this material. <laughs> um, so uh, he's got a great quote that I think um, applies really well to Pizzagate. Mm. Um, so he, first he accepts that conspiracies happen. Powerful yep. groups act in concert, in secret, to yep. do harm to the vulnerable. Yep. Um, but he says, what distinguishes the paranoid style is not then the absence of verifiable facts, though it is occasionally true that in its extravagant passion for facts, the paranoid style occasionally manufactures them, mm-hmm. but rather the curious leap in imagination that is always made at some point yes. in the recital of events. Very nice. So we've had... The facts? Yep. We're about to make... The leap. The curious leap. Okay. Um, can you give a trigger warning, Lachlan? It is time, so we're about to embark on some material that contains themes of child sexual abuse. So a trigger warning for anybody out there. Uh, and if you need any support, you can always go to bravehearts.org.au who are dedicated to the prevention of childhood sexual abuse. If you're in distress and need help, you can call Lifeline on 13 11 14 in Australia or find the number in your own country, of course. Thank you. Yeah, so um, as, as we'll get to, um, I found the evidence for Pizzagate unconvincing. Mm. Um, but non-existent child abuse is, is still adjacent to child abuse. Um, and I've, even though it was unreal, I found it unsettling to, to look into. Sure. Um, okay, so um, it's time to look at the, the theory, the conspiracy theory. Uh, I'm not, we're not going to look at every Facet. proof. Yeah. Because they're countless. Yeah. On um, a continuum, multi-layered, stratified, yep. Looking at every single picture and quote and would be a season of pain. Yes, and as, we, as, as we've said, they're not beliefs, they're belief systems. They're an ecosystem of belief. Exactly. There's so yeah. many facets yeah. to it. So, so what I think is, is more fair and efficient mm. is we'll take what I think is the most damning single piece of evidence yep. and look at that. Great. Um, so. Boil uh, it down. Boil it down. Well, bake it. Yep. <laughs> so your mum sent you a Facebook link. Yep. It's taken your conspiracy website. Yep. The conspiracy website says, below is a sample of the Podesta pizza emails. Mm-hmm. See if you can make sense of them without resorting to code words. I've never talked about pizza or any food in my emails. Have you? 
and then you read this. Okay. Include the names I don't. I don't care. They're powerful, heartless figures. Okay. Miss you, Herb. Happy holidays and see you in 2016. On Thursday, December 2014, uh, 24, 2015, Sandler Herbert from the SandlerFoundation.org. Mary and John, I think you should give notice when changing strategies which have been long in place. I immediately, immediately realised something was different by the shape of the box and I contemplated who would be sending me something in the square-shaped box. Lo and behold, instead of pasta and wonderful sauces, it was a lovely, tempting assortment of cheeses. <laughs> Yummy. I'm awaiting the return of my children and grandchildren from their holiday travels so that we can demolish them. Thank you so much. I hope you and your gang are all well. I miss you both. Best wishes from a Merry Christmas. Best wishes and a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Herb, P.S. Do you still think I'll, I'll do better playing dominoes on cheese than on pasta? Okay. Yeah. That's some sort of word salad, but okay. It's a bit weird. Yeah, so um, you'll find that especially Podesta himself um, and also many of the people he associates with, they write in an odd, what I would consider an odd, okay. slightly incoherent fashion. Fragmented. Um, do you see anything, anything sinister, Look. The demolish? The demolish. Leapt out? Okay. Yeah. So I am awaiting the return of my children and grandchildren from their holiday travels so that we can demolish, demolish them. them. Who are we demolishing? The cheeses I, or I the children? I think we're demolishing the cheeses. Yes. In, You're an English teacher. In modern parlance, um, demolish is an obvious slang synonym for consume or eat. Yes. Um, I don't think it's... A synonym for sex. Yes. I think that maybe a millennial will see that because mm. they say hit and smash. smash. I don't think John Podesta and his boomer cohort no. say demolish. For Unless sex. they're talking in your conspiratorial mind in code, as it's codified. It's so yep. the codified. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm probably jumping ahead. You, you, we're going to get to the code. Yes. We're so close to the code. Okay. Um, the other th um, one that conspiracy theorists point to uh, is, do you think I'll do better playing dominoes on cheese than on pasta? I don't understand what that means. It, so it strikes me as codified. Really? Well... Even to the uninitiated... I mean, you're semi-initiated. Yeah. think I'll do better playing dominoes on cheese than on pasta. I'm just thinking of dominoes the pizza. What am I thinking of here? think I'll do better playing soccer on steak than on fritters. Okay, right. So it's not the playing surface. I've eaten it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. So okay. the person has eaten, I would say, I would argue, um, they're treating the foods they love as some kind of jokey performance-enhancing uh, drug. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll eating your cheese... Rather than the pasta, I can't believe we're talking about <laughs> Well, eating the cheese that you sent me, rather than the pasta I expected, improved my Domino's performance. Gotcha. Right. Um, conspiracy theorists claim, I could not find any evidence for this, that the Domino's means domination. Right. Okay. I think it means... Domino's. Domino's. Yep. Um, do you want to do another one? Or do you sure. want to get to the code? No, I'm fine. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. Maybe leave out the address. That would be super long. Okay. So just from here? Yeah. Hi, John. The realtor found a, found a handkerchief. I think it has a map that seems pizza-related. Is it yours? 
They can send it if you want. I know you're busy, so feel free not to respond if it's not yours and you don't want it. And then another one. You left something at the field house, Susan and Herb. Susan and Herb, I just came from checking the field house and I have a square cloth handkerchief white with black that was left on the kitchen island. Happy to send it via the email, via the mail if you let me know where I should send it. It also I also meant to inquire yesterday about the pillows you purchased. I can send them as well if you let me know where they are in the house. Safe travels to all, Kate. Okay. Any, are you astounded I'm by dis- the sinister I'm, inner workings of elite political groups? I'm dissociating a bit because I feel like I'm having to step into character for, <laughs> in a moment that I don't understand. Okay, I've so lost just, yeah, the thread yeah. of I'm it. sorry, I maybe should have given you some. No, no, it's fine. So um, they were looking for a house. And this is John Podesta. He apparently left a handkerchief at the inspection property. Yep. And the realtor is calling them back. Did you read her address? No. Okay. Good. Um, the realtor is call, is um, contacting him to say I found your handkerchief. Okay. Yep. Again, are you getting wafts of sinister and hateful crimes? <laughs> Only because I'm primed to think of them. Okay, what are you, what are you thinking of? Pillows and handkerchiefs, mm. all a little bit, you know. Yeah, I actually I find for some Manchurian, reason I don't know. the pillows really leap out because they come out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's, pillows a, it's, pillow, it's all out of context. The pillows were never part of the code. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're just talking about pillows. Okay. Um, anything else? The handkerchief. The handkerchief. So it's pizza related. The handkerchief that pizza related, um, people picked up on the handkerchief um, because what I think they were thinking about is the cultural phenomenon of wearing a handkerchief in your back pocket. Are you familiar with this? No. So in the 70s gay scene, right. you could apparently wear like a yellow handkerchief in your left rear pocket mm-hmm. in San Francisco while you were cruising and listening to YMCA. Right. Okay. And that would say you were into water sports. Right. And if the handkerchief was red, that would mean you were into Something whatever. Else. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's really unsettling mm. that they would connect that with pedophilia. Yes. Because there's a long-standing and hateful association of particularly male homosexuality mm. and pedophilia. Yeah. And it's obvious that the so-called investigators immediately went there. Yeah. Um, John Podesta's not gay. Okay. I don't know why I'm saying that. But, yep. but I find it unsettling that they immediately went there. Yep. Um, their analysis is that the map part, the pizza-related map, is means it's a clue to some sinister facility or location. Right. And that's where we get into the code. Right. So this is the code that was originally on 4chan. I couldn't find the original post. Okay. But I've seen images of it. Um, which says, search for these possible doublespeak keywords in WikiLeaks. Mm-hmm. Hot dog is boy. Mm-hmm. Pizza is girl. Cheese is little girl. Pasta is little boy. Ice cream is male prostitute. Walnut is person of colour. Map is semen. Source is orgy. Okay. Well, that's the code. That's the code. There are the themes. Yeah. Where they're in... A split second. Yeah. We're into the content. The pizza box has been flayed open. Yeah. I mean, does anything Just, strike you about the code? Um, 
<laughs> Sorry, this is, a t- this is not a that test. It's, it's really trite. Yeah, I guess. That it's really obvious. Like, if you were going to use a code, would you use something that didn't ah, okay. refer? Maybe I asked you an unfair question because we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, I, I did some links. I did some looking into people who study, for law enforcement purposes, codes used by pedophiles. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, basically we don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. They do. We yeah. don't because yeah. they don't publish them for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, but it seems to me they're unlikely to be com- – they use commonplace words but in combination. Okay. Because a commonplace word on its own is likely to get misinterpreted. Yeah. Pedophiles okay. also – Assumedly, eat pizza. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, I think if you look at the list, it contradicts itself mm. because, I mean, I don't want to get into gross detail, but what's the difference between a boy and a little boy? Mm. For pedophiles, aren't they all little boys? Maybe there's an age range. Yeah. Also, the male prostitute sounds at least a teenager, if not an adult. So yeah. why would the pedophile want that? Yeah. Um, and also I think it's it's inherently racist mm. because there's a code for a person of colour and, and none for someone who's white. Yeah. And it's inherently homophobic. Sorry, is, it, is this the uh, the extent of the code? This, this, is this is it. That's it. This is the foundation of Pizzagate. This is what the mainstream media doesn't want you to see. Eight, nine terms, that's yep. it. Yeah. There's yep. the Satanism stuff, but we'll get to that in another episode. But this is the foundational code. It's since been elaborated on, as yep. conspiracy, conspiracy theories often are. With more terms or just more nuance about when they're talking about, you know, more a pizza like, um, in this context, it's a girl, in symbolism, this, it's a woman. Some of will look at, but, but no, I didn't come across a lot of other code words. Okay. This is the foundational, original Pizzagate code. Okay. Right. Well, they're common terms. If if they're personal emails, they're going to be potentially pretty common terms. That's the. I don't think you use code words. You don't use particularly common words. You use ones that aren't like you say can't be confused with regular use. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Also, if you look at the work you're supposed to interpret and you replace all the words, it doesn't make any sense. So, like for example, lo and behold, instead of Little boy and wonderful orgies, it was a lovely, tempting assortment of little girls. Right. I mean, I, I guess an elite international cabal could, could put children in a box, but they can't put orgies in a box. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it just, it doesn't make sense. We're working yeah. from something that contradicts itself yeah. before we even look at any further evidence. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. Uh, also, I think it's worth mentioning, um, again, Emmett, put yourself in the mind that, that you're on a conspiracy website. Mm. There's a lot of open your eyes yeah. talk. Um, before we, before yeah, we go yeah. ahead, though, I'm concerned you used the word cabal. Mm. But we haven't really explained the nature of the conspiracy. I know we're going, we're going through in sort of uh, order of complexity of the detail, but we haven't really spelled out to the listener what, what do these people believe? Okay. Um, I think this is almost a separate thing. Okay. But briefly, yeah. um, very quickly, um, the theory went from there's evidence of Podesta and contacts right. 
um, using code-lit language to refer to pedophilia. Yeah. To they're part of a wider network. Okay. And this feeds back into this long-held belief mm. that there is an elite group, secret society, yeah. or cabal, yeah. controlling the world. Okay, great. Be they the Freemasons, the Illuminati, the Jews, yep. the Rothschilds. They, sorry, the word cabal just sounded very specific yep. to something. We hadn't said what that was. Yep. So please continue. Of course. Mm. Anytime. <laughs> Ask <laughs> me about the cabal. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, um, another thing I want to talk about was the numbers. Mm. Because often you'll go on a conspiracy website and they'll say, who mentions pizza 149 times in an email? Mm. Um, so I want to just want to point out, um, chicken is mentioned 203 times. Right. And that's not part of the list. Yep. Um, fish is mentioned 223 times, mm. not part of the list. Coffee... 667. But people are always going for coffee. Well, exactly. In the office, yeah. 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 Um, and wine, help is available, Mr. Podesta. <laughs> um, 270 times. Right, okay. So it looks like a big number, but you have to put it it's in, in context. context. Yeah. yeah. Um, couldn't, couldn't the conspiracy minded, the conspiracy curious person just say, but that, that's good, then they've used a term that gets buried. In with others in terms of frequency, but then doesn't then, that, um, you know, point out a, a obvious weakness with what you say is a code used by an elite group in pl- in relatively plain sight? Yeah, is that it's easily confused with normal language. Yeah, I, I don't think, despite what people say, there's anything here that leaps out as extremely strange. Why did they say that? Yeah. Okay. Um. So um, in my research, I found a wonderful blogger uh, who has gone through all the emails um, one by one. One by one. That refer to pizza. Right. Um, This is Joshua Moore, um, journalist and ex-conspiracy theorist, um, who went through all the pizza emails. All 200 or whatever. All 149. 149. Um, Would like us to know that we can disregard some because there are receipts for campaign spending. Yeah. So they don't give any information about the pizza. Um, They're reprinted news articles, Mm -hmm. so they're not even written by the alleged offenders. Yeah. So um, he brings the number down to 50, and if you cut out the ones that are part of a chain of messages, mm. so they appear like they unique entries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of this is repeated. Yeah. Um, he arrives at a final number of 22. Right. So, so out of 40,000? Yeah, 22 out of 40,000 over seven years. Wow. I, I think I talk about pizza more than John Podesta. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, we have just tonight because we ate pizza. <laughs> we ate pizza. Yeah. A real food <laughs> pizza. Um, okay. Okay. Happy? Happy to move on? Yep. Okay. So the other proof, I'm using that word with heavy sarcasm, Mm. um, used by conspiracy websites is they will link to an FBI presentation, again from WikiLeaks and again genuine, Mm. um, about symbols used by pedophile groups and say that these are related to the emails or, as we'll see later, to the pizza shops that right. we're going to introduce. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I'm going to show you these. So these are the symbols the FBI identifies. Um, mm. This is not the original article. This is a New York Times. Right. But the symbols they use are the same. And these are legitimate symbols used by 
pedophiles. Yeah, according to the FBI. Yeah. I mean, they make mistakes too. Yeah. Um, Locke, can you describe what you see in the top line? Uh, boy lover is a, like a concentric blue pyramid. Girl lover is concentric pink love hearts. Little boy lover is like a shadowed blue pyramidal squiggle. And child lover is a multicoloured love heart butterfly. Yeah. You'll never look at Toys R Us the same way again. No. Um, So uh, these symbols will come back later, Mm. but I think it's important to note that the FBI document that's always linked to in these articles, it doesn't talk about pizza, it doesn't talk about food code words. Mm. Um, So I find that, for the time being, unconvincing. Okay. Uh, so I think this begs the question, why did anyone look for pedophile code in the Podesta emails Mm. and how did they arrive at that list that we read aloud earlier where hot dogs are little boys? Yeah, sure. Um, and for that, we're going to 4chan. Okay, here we go. The place to be, not eight chans, not sixteen chans, not two chans. Yeah, four chans. Yeah. Okay. Um, so at this point in my um, research, what I'm generously calling research, um, I was beginning to get a bit fatigued. Okay. So I'm going to explain to you what four chan is from Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, anonymous English episode language. One, the episode Wikipedia one. Wikipedia is being brought out. Okay. Um, it's Wheel an image- out. <laughs> It's an image board website, also I'm paraphrasing, um, launched in October uh, 2003, dedicated to a wide variety of topics from anime and manga to video games, etc. Users are always anonymous. Yes. Um, And as of May 2021, it has 20 million unique monthly visitors with more than 900,000 posts made daily. There you go. Still like, quite active. Yeah, still quite active. I yeah. feel like I just started a primary school presentation. <laughs> Low effort primary well school done, Matthew. Thank you. Here's your gold sticker. Um, one thing, even if you're not familiar with 4chan, you're undoubtedly familiar with some of the things that started there. Mm. So Anonymous Yes, started. that was going to be my first question. It's called Anonymous yes. because posters anonymous. 4chan are anonymous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lolcats. Started on yeah. 4chan, not one I'm familiar with. And my favourite, the prank known as Rick Roller. Oh, yes. Which, okay. Grandpa Lachlan, I had to explain <laughs> to you today. So um, would you mind going into what Rick Rolling is? Rick Rolling is when you trick someone into clicking a link, a YouTube link or any sort of hyperlink that takes them to... I don't want to hit you up. I don't want to let you down. That's it. That's all I know. That's, That's the point of it. There's no it's, other point. It's hilarious. It's great. I love it. Um, so Rick Rolling's a uh, Rick Rolling. <laughs> 4chan is a weird. <laughs> it's a weird place. Yep. And um, because it's divided into boards, mm-hmm. it's a very disparate place. Okay. So um, in my time on there this week, I found the same some as Reddit. Them. Yeah, Reddit has boards, threads. Reddit. Sort of also doesn't have a fascination with trolling okay. 
Um, it's a very polite an insane place. dedication to free speech. Yep. Reddit has explicit pornography, yep. but it bans hate speech. Okay. And it's carefully moderated. It's liberal, not obscene. 4chan is a free-for-all. Okay. Um, so you may have also heard of it as a renowned meeting place or birthing sludge yep. for the far right. Yes. Um, and I also I've, think of it as kind of the dark web or somehow... In mixed mixed in with it somewhere you've got to buy. Yeah, you know. yeah, it's weird. So I didn't want to go there because I had heard there are links to child pornography yep. on 4chan. Um, and I believe that's since been moved to the successor 8chan. Right. And it's, they blur the line by having drawn pictures. Really? Fan fiction. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a great place. Yeah. But it's a disparate place. Yeah. So also on 4chan today... Um, I enjoyed going on the paper and or- papercraft and origami board. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, so>, yeah. <laughs> Poe, um, which I found very wholesome. Yeah. And um, on which someone was looking for advice about how to make a pop-up mm. stand for an engagement ring for their partner. Lovely. So it's, it's not all bad. Lovely. It depends where you go. Wholesome. Um, the, for the political, from the political point of view, the nastiness comes from poll mm. board yeah. or politically incorrect. Um, which they say is a discussion of news, world events, political issues, and other related topics. Mm. Sounds, sounds, right. sounds like CNN. Um, I was on there today, and the top post was, leftists are eating deans, sardines. Right. Now, I can't believe it has come to this. How can we meme canned fish into being racist so they stop eating them? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. And then a whole lot of hate-filled... Racial epithets and homophobic language about either I don't care yeah. or yes, this is how we do it. That's a really angry post. What, what have Sardines ever done to that? I assume it's it a is guy. an intensely angry place. I hated being on poll yeah. and immediately, well, not immediately, I yeah. just did my quote unquote reason. <laughs> but as soon as I could, went back to the papercraft and origami yeah. um, because <laughs> For a palate it just made me so tense yeah. to be on there. Yeah. Um, and this. Is where Pizzagate really starts. Okay. Not with the emails. Right. But with poll. Okay. Um, one thing you should know about, another thing about 4chan, um, is that a common feature, prank, or thread on 4chan was um, the insider anon. Right, yep. And this will come back. Right. When we talk about QAnon. Mm. Um, but for example, um, in 2008, um, the... Apple stock actually dropped mm. because someone had posted to the business website for CNN that Steve Jobs had had a heart attack. Right. And they knew because they worked at Apple. Yeah. And this was a prank that started on Fortune. Right. Okay. Um, future founder of the follow-up site, 8chan, mm. um, Fred Brennan, also said in one of my favourite podcasts, QAnon Anonymous, mm. in an episode of that, that he often pretended to be an Apple employee. Mm. To prank and troll Apple obsessives. Yeah. yeah. Who no one likes. The gullible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so an important an- anon insider anon for Pizzagate is FBI anon. Right. Who said, I am a person with intimate knowledge of the inner workings of the Clinton case. I will answer as many questions as I can without giving too much away. Okay. And then was posed to multiple questions. Mm-hmm. In their answers, they said such things as the people under the magnifying glass do have an affinity for children, pedophiles and sex traffickers everywhere. Many politicians trade girls like cattle. Right. Okay. So 
I guess for the conspiracy minded, this is a a, a C. Mm. It was there before the emails, which I think have no evidence. Yeah. For me, it's more of a sign that this anonymous person that I don't think works for the FBI yeah. is already sniffing the air right. of smearing politicians yeah. you hate with, with, with the most heinous crime, with the most heinous most taboo, yeah, yeah, the yeah. most monstrous thing you can imagine. Yeah, um, and enough. there's so much stuff out there on the internet. Of course, there's going to be someone. Who does? There's going to be a precedent somewhere if you troll the internet oh my deeply God. enough. Yeah, and in political circles. Yeah. Um, you know, that was another thing that was unsettling this week is looking into the context, um, the amount of um, politicians that are found guilty of sex crimes, including those against children. Hmm. Um, so not that long before this happened, the Speaker of the House, the Republican Speaker of the House was jailed for historical sex offences against children. Really? Fact. Right. So no wonder this is out there. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying yeah. powerful people don't do this. Yeah. I'm saying it's so, not in the pedestrian emails <laughs> and it doesn't happen at Comet Ping Pong. So people may be being paranoid, but there are data points that they can point to to back it up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, I think 2016, we're talking Me Too. Yeah. We're talking analysis of powerful figures yeah. and the... Ugly things they do. Yep. Um, so it's all in the air. Yeah. So four chans like the inversion of everything that's happening at the surface. Sometimes it just pulls all yeah. that down and just twists it, turns it. Yeah, I think yep. that's a good way to look. Makes it stick. Yeah. Yep. Um, another interesting thing I think is not everyone immediately bought into this. Right. So one of the really interesting responses I saw to this FBI and on that that I think was instrumental in starting the whole pizza cat phenomenon was yep. this. We hear the same exact shit every other week about some homophobic slur posing as an insider. Right. Okay. Oh, so they'll be back yeah. when we talk about QAnon. Yeah. It, was, it didn't come out of nowhere. No. Okay. Um, but we're here looking for the origins of the pedophile cult. Mm. Yeah. Um, as I said, I couldn't find, I found FBI and on, I couldn't find some of these original Pizzagate boards. I think they may have been deleted because it's too much attention, too many people trawling. Or they arguably led to a crime. Right, okay. Being committed. So, so they don't moderate, but they're not idiots. They're sensible. Yeah, yeah. so a lot of um, the media related to Pizzagate that really promoted it is now yeah. gone. So they're self-protective, yeah. not other protective. I yep. believe so. Yep. Um, but uh, I did find an interesting article from Politico right. in which they interviewed two people who claimed to be part of that original discussion. Mm -hmm. um, this is difficult to verify because everyone on 4chan is anonymous. Yeah. Um, so you just have to trust someone mm. that they were there and assess the believability of what they say for, themselves, for yourself. Mm. Um, but um, they did interview Greg Hoosh, mm. Hausch, um, who's a former hacker and member of the hacker group Anonymous, that part's true, yep. um, who claimed to be part of the original discussion on 4chan relating to Pizzagate. He says, it was absolutely a joke and a guy just made it up on the spot. Of course. It's a troll. Yeah, it's, it's a troll. It's for Classic the lulls. Yeah. Um, I was in the thread and people thought it was hilarious and halfway through they were like, how can we get people to take this seriously? Right, okay, yep. Right? That's it. Let's just, is... let's just magnify the lulls. Yeah. Let's make it funnier and funnier the more people we can go into. Uh, and how many, yeah, how many um, older normies yeah. can we trick into believing it's real? Yeah. There's also where the okay sign thing came yeah. from. 
Let's associate oh. it with Nazism yep. until it's declared a hate okay. Um So they, do we need to make the joke about, you know, calling pizza to someone else and getting it delivered to someone else's house? Yeah. This is the same thing and this it's ended up like in Pizzagate. So the original a, pizza prank has become the ultimate pizza prank. It kind of has. Yep. You're calling a child exploitation material yep. to a someone else's official's address. Yeah. Email. Yes. Yeah. And then the media goes there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. the media, the media yeah, yeah, yeah. is the delivery yeah, boy. That's yeah. how it works. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also quote um, Marcus, who is now a professional uh, hate speech watchdog, watchdog yep. Yep. for in- intelligence services in the States, mm. so not his real name, mm. um, who said he was in the same discussions and said the site meaning 4chan, has a long history of linking to child pornography. Mm. And because users long ago began shortening child porn to CP to evade detection, uh, which had evolved into the code word cheese pizza. Right. Okay. So it's, I find it deeply ironic that what would eventually become this shock campaign that the average person might become convinced that there was something awful happening in the Democratic Party was originally because people on 4chan who viewed child pornography used their own code for it to say this must be the code they're using. Yeah. Okay. It's It's ironic. It's gross. And it's ironic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it did call to mind my favourite academic, (laughs) Hofstadter. Hofstadter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who goes into... The some of the strange features that happen when conspiracy theories describe an enemy. Mm. So he says, and I quote, the sexual freedom often attributed to him, him being the enemy, his lack of moral inhibition, his possession of especially effective techniques for fulfilling his own desires, give exponents of the paranoid style an opportunity to project and freely express the unacceptable aspects of their own minds. Yes. Very often the fantasies of true believers serve as strong sadomasochistic outlets. Projection. Classic. I'm into it. Yep. Um, Dehumanised projection. Yeah, because as we mentioned earlier in our chat, yep. um, I find, having looked into this this week, I find it bizarre that anyone would want to more closely investigate mm. This code. Yes. Spend any more time than they had to yep. thinking about child sex abuse. Casting your sins onto a scapegoat. Yeah. Yep. Um, Unconsciously in this case. Not to mention the you know the bizarre details that they came up with mm. in their so-called code. Yeah. It's the symbolism. That's a little creepy. Yeah. Because you, you would start seeing it everywhere. What you were showing me before, those visual the the pictograms that pedophiles use, they've obviously codified that. Oh, that looks like the streets. Symbol that looks like the MSNBC limp symbol that yep. looks like AOL. Yeah. So they're going to start seeing it everywhere. It's yeah, not just I, like they're, like you've done, is sort of compartmentalise it and research it in a little corner of your own mind and then quit very quickly hit delete and go and look at Oregon. Oh, I see it everywhere now. I'm sure. Hopefully it'll fade. <laughs> hopefully. There's there's obviously a pull towards not wanting but needing to see that everywhere to yeah. have some kind of moral. Anchoring everywhere in some yeah. sort of form, source of outrage. Yeah, I mean, having having done, having talked about what we've talked about today, I'm mm. I'm very wary of calling anyone I don't like a pedophile. Yes, just because I don't yeah. like them. Yeah, 
Um, and I don't like many yeah. of the posters to the poll board on 4chan. But I don't think you can avoid asking why but you feel comfortable spending a huge amount of time looking at the minutiae of something that to the average person is understandably unpalatable. I, I, I'll talk more about this in another episode where I go into maybe a bit of the psychoanalysis mm -hmm. of it, but I don't think you need to talk about it in terms of individuals and mm. behaviour, but in terms of you know, societal trends and you know, information or um, themes being pushed beneath the surface. Mm -hmm. So it's like the subconscious of the conscious internet. So everything that we're surfing in, you know, our regular search engines, not DuckDuckGo, but, you know, everyone who's just surfing the regular web, mm. if that's the conscious and everyone's it's open and explicit, then certain themes have to get driven down. Mm. And it's not like you can er eradicate them from people's minds. They're still going to be there. Taboos are taboos for a reason. That's they're, what 4chan is for. There's something about vigilance and you need to be on the lookout for it. But it's going to get driven somewhere. It has to be expressed somewhere. So it gets mm. driven down to the dark net and places like 4chan. 4chan is a kind of cultural id. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Mm. And I also think um, I'm, I'm sure any true believers who may be listening will mm. point out the failings in my examination. Yeah. But the... Evidence we've looked at is so intangible and weak. Yeah. You would have to be convinced a crime was being committed before. to find yep. beforehand yep. to find proof here. There'd have to be a presumption. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You you're going looking for evidence of a crime and surprise, surprise, you yep. find it. Um, you gotta think that there's dots to join in order to join those dots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I actually think that's a pretty good place to wrap up, Matt. I think we've covered sure. a lot. We've covered background, context for Pizzagate, the theory itself with uh, your scrupulous efforts at debunking mm. and some of the origins of where it started on 4chan. I think where we, we could go but we'll save for the next episode is around the signal boosting and how those origins were flared and flamed in order to make it into the mainstream and how they gathered an audience. Yeah. But great job so far. Well done. Thank you. episode, Pizzagate 1. Stay tuned, please, for Pizzagate 2. And keep listening. Thank you very much. Thanks, See everyone. you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.